0: condition of our hearts. Let's give further substance to the term evil report. Here is one working definition that we will use. Evil report. When an individual maliciously injures, damages, or discredits another's reputation or character through the use of words or attitude. Ungodly, damaging conversations. How often our words ramble casually and carelessly without any thought as to the repercussions in another person's life. Comments such as, Did you hear what Tom said to me? Or, I am really offended at Sally. Do you know what she did? Not only hurt, but cause separation. If we are tempted to think that this does not harm the body of Christ, then we can put ourselves in the positions of Tom or Sally. It is not likely that they would desire to be blessed like that again. Unchecked, this type of speech pattern continues to degrade people, eventually creating an atmosphere that provokes others to move into serious sin. We might laugh about nominating certain individuals for the ministry of hurts, but we can be certain that Father God is not laughing. The severity and seriousness of God's conviction in my life regarding this exact area was far from humorous. I have been on every side of this issue, making the accusations, hearing the accusations, and being the brunt of the accusations. In so many of these situations, people were misunderstood, injured, and suffered emotionally. How can I be a light to the world when I am speaking and listening? To darkness. God holds us accountable for the words we say to one another. Our careless ways of speaking cannot be chalked up to, I didn't know better, or I was only kidding. To be Christ like is to walk a path of integrity, purity, and commitment in all our relationships and interactions. In fact, I could believe that this offense is serious enough to disqualify individuals from ministry opportunities. Proverbs 10, verse 18 says that whoever spreads slander is a fool. I know of a young couple who are considering marriage. This is an exciting topic among their social circle. Once, when asked about the possibility of getting engaged, the young man responded, Slowly and surely, we'll be engaged. One friend in the group who had overheard part of the conversation turned toward another and said, who and Shirley are getting engaged, and who Shirley? It is so easy to take a comment, twist it, and run with it. Our words are like toothpaste coming out of a tube. It flows out so easily, yet is impossible to put back into the container. To further prevent loss of toothpaste, we need to take the cap and place it over the tube. And with people, the cap, their mouth, needs to be closed with haste before words flow out too quickly. Let's take another approach. Imagine filling out a spiritual job application. How would you answer the following questions? 1. Do you speak evil of others? 2. When you are hurt by another person's insensitivity, do you confront him or her directly, or do you share the frustration with others? 3. If Christ was listening to each of your conversations, and he is, would the content be offensive to him? 4. When you disagree with your supervisor, who else is going to know about it? If this does not seem challenging enough, change the phrases a bit. Instead of another person or supervisor, try spouse or parent. Ouch! The Bible tells us that as believers in Christ, we are His bride. It is imperative, therefore, that we seek God and ask Him to cut away those areas of our lives that cause us to stumble. Jesus is calling His bride to be purified, to be cleansed, and to be undefiled. We must prepare for the daily walk of faith that He has asked of His people. We must confront our character flaws. We must be accountable to one another. We must cleanse our speech and our life patterns. We must commit our lives to Christ and seek unity among the brethren. I hope that the proverbial light bulb is beginning to come on in your mind. We must cleanse our spirits so that we may hear the pure Word of God without contamination. Revelation in this